Hello and welcome back to the adventures of Lola Badiola. It is great to have you back with us after such a long time. And I apologize for the amount of time between this podcast and the last podcast. And that's because that we were preparing and publishing the book, which is now available. But today's podcast, as promised, is going to focus on the making of the adventures of Lola Badiola. Where did the idea come from? How was the idea developed? And where is it going in the future? And for this very special podcast, I have a very special guest. It is my partner at home and my partner in business. It is Marina Solana Gaveiras. How are you? Hi, Sam. Thank you for your introduction. Partner, partner here. (laughs) I've been practicing it in order to get it right, because this is the first time I've had a guest on the podcast. Well, it's my first time as a podcaster too, so it's very exciting. Yes, it is. So we're going to see how this goes. Now, I think a great place to start is the beginning. Absolutely. Right? So um, the question is, when and how was Lola Badiola conceived? What was the moment where it all started? Well, in my mind, the first moment was when we started teaching uh, English and we were both going to companies to teach. And we were uh, really unhappy with the materials that we found out there. They were really boring and stale. And I remember one lesson in Past Simple where you wrote uh, two chapters of a story. And um, for me, the experience was I started teaching it to my students and they were all over the place. They just wanted more. They were asking me, when is the next chapter? And I remember going back to the next class and it was like, of course, my chapter of today. (laughs) Yes. So that's when we started thinking, well, maybe this is an interesting way of uh, doing writing exercises is to have a story. Business books particularly business grammar books, are boring. Yeah. And the kind of content that, that uh, they provide is quite dry. It's not very relevant. It's actually difficult to read and get hooked on. Mm. So what we found when we got the response from people who were reading the story, they thought it was great and they wanted to have the next chapter. We thought, okay, fantastic. This is what we have to do. We have to write the chapter of an interesting story per week and then integrate the learning points, like the grammar and the vocabulary, into the story. Yes. So that was the idea. That was funny sometimes. And little did we know <laughs> how much work that would be. Yes. You know? Oh, my God. Once, once yeah. we, see, once we started, we couldn't stop because our clients, our students, were expecting a chapter of the story every week in order to see how the learning points were used in context. So it was a great idea, but uh, it took quite a lot of work. It took a lot of work and more than anything, I think it was great to have the discipline of weekly Mm. production um, because that made us write it in short time, more or less. But at the same time, we didn't know what we were getting into. We didn't know what we were getting into. In terms of editing and producing and recording. Little did we know. And re-editing. Yes. (laughs) Okay, well, look, that's that's a little bit further down (laughs) the line. Yes. Right, so we're still talking about here the origin of Lola Badiola. So we started off... Uh, writing it for the people who were signed up to our online business English platform. And what would happen is every week they would read it for homework. And at the end of our class, we'd have a little bit of a discussion. And um, it was a good like learning device for them. But it was also a good learning device for us because Absolutely. we saw the things that they were interested in. 
we saw the characters that they liked. And at times, they helped us avoid taking the characters down the wrong direction, right? <laughs> It's a couple of times, yes. So a couple of times we wrote a chapter and, and the answer was like, no, no, this is, this is, this is not this right. Is this not is good. not what the character would do. <laughs> so it's very useful to get their feedback on a weekly basis. And it was very useful to have the discipline of having to write something. So that's the origin. And I guess the next question is, where does the name Lola Badiola come from? Yes, that's a very, very good question. Okay, well, let's talk about the surname first. Okay. Okay, so we have a friend, one of Marina's childhood friends, one of my good friends as well, uh, who lives up in the north of Spain, in Cantabria, and his name is Carmelo Badiola. Yes. And for me, as a, like a non-native Spanish speaker, I think the name Badiola is incredibly cool. Right, I just think it sounds great, yeah. right? It starts off with bad, which in itself is a cool word, like, you know, Michael Jackson's bad album and his songs. And then at the end, you have Eola, Eola, which is sort of quite poetic yeah. and melodic. So the name just sounds great, Badiola. So I thought, okay, the character has to have the name Badiola. And then the first name... Well, we came up with the name... Yes, it changed. Yeah, we, <laughs> that was a difficult one because for months we were all calling it by its old name. Yes. So originally she was Anna Badiola. Mm -hmm. And the reason she was Anna Badiola was because I thought she's got an unusual surname. So let's give her a really common, ordinary, short, short mm. first name. So that's why she was Anna Badiola. And so for the first couple of months when we were writing each chapter and interacting with the students on our online platform, we were all talking about Anna Badiola. Yes. And then one day I received a link from one of those students. And on that link, it said, have a look at this, Sam. <laughs> Did you realize that Anna Badiola actually exists? And Anna Badiola happens to be some kind of executive Not coach. exists. Of course, you know, there's going to be a lot of Badiolas in the world. I think it was basically that she had the name anabadiola.com. And so, obviously, you know, um, if we wanted to launch a page or if we wanted, I mean, we were using a name that someone else is using commercially. She was a coach. I yeah, think. she's an executive coach. Well, that's her name, right? So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but her business is, is anabadiola.com. Yeah. So it would kind of like, you know, maybe cause some confusion. And yeah. uh, this is why we thought, well, we, we better have a name that actually, you know, like it's not. It's not someone obviously out there. Yes, the other, the other coincidence was because um, I went onto her website and on her website it says something like, join me on the adventure <laughs> yes, of, of life. Of life <laughs> of something like that. But she used the word adventure as well. So we thought, oh my goodness, this is, this is <laughs> such a coincidence. Uh, we need to do something. Mm. So um, we then, for about another week or so, discussed various options for different names. Yeah. And uh, I don't know where Lola came from, but Lola it, kept coming. It just kept popping up. It didn't kept it? coming, but you were scared because of Lolita or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Oh no, no! I tell you why I was scared because there is a famous song by. Oh yeah. Uh, there's a famous song from the 1960s. 60s. Um, I've forgotten that. Oh, the Kinks. I think the name of the band is, and the, the main character of the song is Lola, 
and she's a transvestite. Oh, right? la, 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 most people don't really remember it. And anyway, Lola is a beautiful name. Yes, it is. Uh, it's an absolutely lovely name. And it sounds and, perfect. And it Lola sounds perfect Lola. for this Spoiler particular thing. character, right? It makes, it makes total sense. So she became Lola Badiola. And for about the next six months, it took us a lot of effort yes. in order to remember it was Lola Badiola rather than Anna Badiola. Mm. But uh, certainly in my mind, well, now and for the last yes, few years, she's been Lola Badiola. No, it's, it's very clear. So that's the origin of, uh, of the story, and that's the origin of the name. Um, the actual character herself, <laughs> the question is, where does she come from? Why is it a woman? And uh, what is the inspiration for this character? Which is... Uh, well, the kids always tell you that you're very much in touch with your feminine side. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for uh, <laughs> announcing that to all the podcast yes, listeners. Yes, and um, yeah. No, but this, okay, this is not the reason. It's not the re <laughs> Okay, look, the reason she's a woman is because it's more difficult for women, right? In the business world in general, it's more difficult, it's more challenging. And in the world of technology, more challenging still, mm, right? Yes, the world of technology is completely dominated by men, for whatever reason that might be. Mm. Like we could have a debate about gender issues and education and expectations, but the fact is, in the world of business and specifically in the world of technology, it's completely dominated by men, mm. most of whom are engineers or scientists. So if you put a woman amongst that, it creates tension, it creates conflict. Mm. Um, and it's more of a challenge. So she becomes like a fish out of water, which makes her an interesting character. So that's why it's a woman. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's the, the rational reason, okay? So maybe there's something in what you say as well. But the fact is, she's a mix. It's not she, an insult, you know. It's a good thing. I know, I know. I'm it's kidding. It's a really, I accept really it. good thing. I accept my feminine side. They say that I'm a man written by a woman. That's what they're... Yes, that's what they say. <laughs> that's what they say about me. <laughs> anyway, so this is a woman written by a man, mm. right? Who's written by a woman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who's what a woman who writes up as a man as well. <laughs> yeah. So, and she's, she's clearly got influences from... Lots of different people. Yes, but I think right. that's what makes her so relatable, both to men and women. Because it's a character that, you know, like has a gender, but it is, is facing like the reality that is for all of us, right? I mean, things are more and more equal in that sense, the way we feel at work and the pressures and challenges that we have to live. That's right. Yes. Okay, so, so we have the story of Lola Badiola. Um, and to be honest... I would sit down and start writing and I would have absolutely no idea where the story was going. Right? You know how you hear about how novelists plan out the story and no. the characters and the outline and everything like that? This was not the case. This was absolutely not the case. Right? Was it was a gin, like, gin and tonic, although we never <laughs> drink gin and tonic. <laughs> vodka tonic. Vodka tonic. Vodka tonic moments where we were, yeah. you know, maybe not knowing where it was going and like, suddenly it just came to us, yes, didn't it? And it was right. beautiful. Yes. And it was so exciting. We, we spent hours talking that, about that's it. That's probably the most pleasurable part of the whole process was mm. when you have an idea and you think, yes, that's that works for this character or this particular uh, plot line. Mm. So we had no idea where the story was going. And we got to chapter seven or eight. And it's like, oh, okay, so now we need to have, like, 
more of an antagonist. So we've got our protagonist, she's got a problem at work, but we need to have another antagonist. We need to have the other side of the story. And so how can we make the whole story much richer and much more diverse? Okay, we've got to find ourselves a hacker. We've got to find ourselves a cybersecurity terrorist who's basically the yin to Lola's mm. yang, right? Um, and so I started looking around. I started doing some <laughs> research on hackers. I was going to ask you about that. How on earth did you end up in North Korea? <laughs> North Korea. Yeah, well, it's just interesting, isn't it? North Korea Absolutely. is a fundamentally it is. It is interesting... It's very interesting, but it is wacky. <laughs> it's wack, and that's what makes it compelling. That's what makes it a story. Absolutely, right? yes. So we have very a, nice. a, a very advanced capitalist economy in Madrid, in Western Europe. So let's go to the opposite. Let's mm. go to a very closed, kind of communist, authoritarian country, um, which as a matter of fact, has literally thousands of state-sponsored hackers, no. people who work for the government who are doing the hacking. And in fact, some of the most recent hacks, like ransomware hacks, have been done by the Korean government. Mm. So I started reading about this, and I started reading about one character in particular whose name or surname happened to be Park. Mm. And he was the genius that was behind some of the biggest hacks in the world that cost... Um, governments and companies, tons of money. So I thought, okay, he's going to be the other side of the story. So I built uh, the other, the North Korean part of the story around this character. And I felt comfortable doing that because my best friend at school was from South Korea. Okay, very different South Korea to North Korea in economic terms, yes. but they all come from the same origin, right? They're part of the same tribe. And, and I spent some time working in South Korea. So I know a little bit about you know, the customs and the culture. Um, and that's why I felt comfortable actually writing about somebody in that space, although clearly I had to do a lot of research. And actually not easy research because it's, we don't know much. <laughs> yes. um, to find out information, it's, it's not easy. I've, I've done it myself sometimes and it's amazing the, the limited uh, information that is out there about North Korea. That's right. That's right. But then that also gives you a blank canvas because yes, you can imagine course, it, right? Of course. So, so it, it, it helps on the other side. So there we, by, by chapter nine, we had these two stories. So we had the story of Lola Badiola in Madrid and we've had the story of Park J. Bong in North Korea. And then it was really just a matter of like letting the stories develop mm. with the idea of these two stories coming together mm -hmm. in the end. And uh, it was quite magical, wasn't it? Because... Mm. Uh, It just happened, yes. right? That the characters, and I know this might sound weird and maybe even a bit of a cliche, but actually the characters did start writing themselves. Mm. So if you've ever thought about writing a book, I'm sure many of you have got <laughs> books in you, right? It is a matter of just getting a the first page written. blank piece of paper and disciplining yourself to write on a regular basis. Mm. And after a while your story gains its own momentum yeah. and the characters start speaking to you and they become part of your life mm. and they start telling you where they need to go. Um, so you feel like, oh, it's, it's kind of like almost this magical way that you reach uh, a conclusion or a resolution, certain semi-resolution to the story, um, but it happens quite naturally. 
It happens in your subconscious. It happens when you're sleeping. Mm. And then when you get out a piece of paper and you start writing, you're thinking, where is this coming from? This is so enjoyable. <laughs> okay, that, that is the good side of it, right? It's not always like that. I know. Because there's I the, know. Bad, the, there's there the were difficult, difficult weeks. side of it. And there were chapters that had to be rewritten completely. Totally, totally. Yeah, there were chapters that got scrapped, chapters that were rewritten, chapters that took like, oh, hours and hours and days and days. But on the whole... Once the characters were created and I knew the end point, it was quite an, a natural um, progression. Yes, in fact, the last few chapters, you did them over the summer. Uh, yeah. In a few weeks. Yes. In March, we couldn't get you out <laughs> of your computer. <laughs> yeah, I, I think what happens is when you're writing a story um, or doing something creative that takes time, you mm. spend a lot of time in your head, right? Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> Yes, Sam, you do. <laughs> so, so could you give some examples then of when I was in my head? Like, kind of, it was quite funny. I, I sometimes drop the kids off at school and uh, I'm driving the car and I'm thinking about the chapter that I'm writing. And they're like, I, I'm actually mouthing the dialogue. Uh -huh. My mouth is moving. I know, I've seen you walking in the, in the garden and like talking to, to your audience in a speech. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm speaking, I'm talking it through. And because I'm actually in the story and, and as, it's dangerous sometimes to do that. Well. Because you end up yes. very much in your own little head. So you We're have here to, to bring you back, don't worry. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And you do a fine job of that, all of you. <laughs> so, um, what else? What's the future? What's going to happen next? Well, we have a lot there of... there were a lot of things that ended in a non-conclusive way. Uh, for example... The visit of Guzman Sonsunegui, we never know what happens. Um, Lola finishes saying, I'm going to talk to my mother. I won't hear that conversation. Um, so what's happening? Tell us. Well, I'm not going to tell you too much. No, 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 no. Without any spoilers, please. Okay. Well, well stop me if I'm about to spoil I something. Will. <laughs> I mean, the first thing to say is that the outline of the next story is already written. Mm -hmm. And so, it is full of uh, exciting surprises, I is, know. Yes. <laughs> so the outline has already been written for the second story. Um, and I think, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, we see this as a trilogy. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be a lot of loose ends that are tied up at the end of the second story, but more questions posed at the end of the story that get then get answered at the end of the, the third book. But let's talk about the second book. Yes. So we have the outline, but it is going to take some time to write the chapters and, uh, and then get them recorded and then create the classes. Mm. Because if you remember, it's not me actually telling the story in the podcast. Yeah. It's a guy called David Monteith, who is um, a really wonderful um, narrator and an actor. It took us a long time to find somebody, didn't we? We, we tried, time, we tried, yeah. we listened to a lot of different voices. And then I went on to Audible and I started listening to different narrators of stories and I found this guy and I loved his voice. I thought, okay, that's the voice we need. So I just sent him a direct email saying, would you be interested in helping us on this? He said, sure, no problem. I've got a gap in my schedule here. Send me over the script. Um, and then a month later, we had all the recording sent back to us and we were super happy with it he did a, yeah. he did a really good job um, the music as well so and, and and then i have a friend um who i was at film school with he, he was focusing on um film score music and i went to him and i said look this is the story could you could you create a little bit of original music for this 
and uh, and he came back with something that I think is completely atmospheric and Beautiful. really sets the tone and creates the ambience that we were looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we hope that you like that too. We <laughs> hope you like the voice of David Monteith and the great work of Daniel Markovich, who is the guy who created the music. And, you know, when we come to record the next podcast, clearly we're going to go, we're going to, going to go back to those guys right yes hopefully for, for continuity hopefully they're so still ho- available hopefully they're going to be us. available for us so um it will be some time before we're able to yes. yeah to to produce the next podcast but we do have other news before that are coming right so that everybody's not kind of like going oh yes how long do i have to wait for yes. the next chapter exactly um, it will come it will take time but we have some news we are going to start a podcast together I am personally a little bit nervous about it because I, well, it's it's not something I do daily or weekly like Sam does. He's an expert, um, but I'm you know I'm excited about the challenge and I think um, yeah we can kind of like you know uh, help people with our business English skills. We can have interesting discussions as well, and um, well, it's a, it's a podcast that is going to happen weekly. What is the name, Sam? Well, we've had a lot of debate about the name, and, and we've we've concluded that the best name is Tea Time with Sam and Marina. Yes, and you see, this is why Sam has to say it because it's Tea Time. Yes, Tea Time. <laughs> so basically, Tea Time with Sam and Marina is me, a native English speaker, Marina, a non-native English speaker. And we're going to talk about all the challenges that we have communicating with each other yeah. at a linguistic level. We have a at, few at a cultural level. <laughs> At a marriage, we will try to keep them to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will. We'll try to. But you might sense tension and conflict you in might. certain, certain time moments. To time. Yes. <laughs> um, so that is the idea: is to help you improve your communication skills as either native or non-native speakers in international communication. So there will be elements of advanced business English. There'll be elements of public speaking and general communication. There'll be elements of cross-cultural communication, the kind of misunderstandings that people have when they Mm. come from different cultures. And also there'll be randomness (laughs) as well. Randomness, (laughs) that's what happens with us. (laughs) We will be going off on tangents. I'll be going off on a more scientific tangent and Marina will probably be going off on a more of a spiritual tangent. So we have these kind of different perspectives that I think might provide for interesting conversations. But as you know, our motto is education, entertainment and motivation. Mm -hmm. So if if we can help you on the one hand with the technical skills, but also make you feel better about yourself, then I think that will be very helpful. Yeah, definitely. Let's see where this takes us. This is a new avenue. That is the idea. So we're going to have a weekly podcast, Tea Time with Sam and Marina. It's going to be available on Spotify, Apple, everywhere. And, um, And that will keep you going until we start the next round or the next book of The Adventures of Lola Badiola. And on that note, <laughs> well, it's been excellent to do my first forecast with you, Sam. Thank wow, you for really inviting me. you're really taking over, aren't you? I am. <laughs> <laughs> Is it okay? That's it? Yes, we're going to have like this kind of thing, right? Where you start interviewing me and then I end up interviewing you. Yes, That's totally. how we operate. That's how we're going to operate. <laughs> and, and we also maybe take the risk of actually filming it as well. So it might be on YouTube too. Oh, we're going to so film it. We're going to film we it. Are, are, we? are you confident about that? Absolutely. Okay. 
Yes. I think we should try and get it done by next week. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now that I've done my first one, I've had my, my, my baptism of fire. Your baptism of fire. Now, that there is an go. excellent that's exp- Let's Lola discuss Lola. baptism of fire. That one well, is in the book. That's the kind of thing that we're going to do when those <laughs> expressions come up. Baptism of fire. Yeah. What does it mean? What's its origin? How do you use it? Mm. Okay. That's the kind of thing that we're going to discuss kind of in our And expressions come out podcast. of our own conversation so Correct. we'll have we'll have some fun analyzing some interesting little gems so there you go join us for tea time with sam and marina <laughs> take care everybody have a really really good time and we'll see you soon and keep bringing english into your life keep bringing english into your life